Lights, camera, action. Hey guys. Hey everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening to last week's episode where we covered Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. If you didn't listen to it, go check it out. It was a fun one. I like covering that movie. First Mission Impossible movie that we did, so it was a nice change of pace. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, this week, we're going to be doing a sports movie. We're going to be covering an all-time classic, The Sandlot. And yes, we are going to have a guest in the studio. You guys know him. Um, It is Jeff Strickland, our pastor and also sports movie expert. Um, I think he owns more sports movies than I actually own of regular movies. Honestly, it's probably true. I think that may be true. Um, but anyways, we're really, really excited to have him back in the studio today. Um, he is such a great guest and we're looking forward to it. So you guys can look forward to that too. And until then, I think, M, do you have some details and fun facts for us? I do. All right. So the Sandlot was actually released on my birthday, April 7th. Really? Of 1993. Yeah, so you would have been negative seven. Correct. <laughs> um, it was directed by David Mickey Evans, and I have quite a cast list for you. I tried to get all of the boys that are on the team, plus some of the other major characters. So it is starring Mike Vitar, Patrick Reyna, Marty York, Tom Guyry. I'm sorry if I said that wrong. Chauncey Lapardi, Shane Obidzen. Oh, sorry. Obedzinski, I think is how you say it. Brandon Adams, Victor DeMattia, Grant Gelt, James Earl Jones, Marley Shelton, Dennis Leary, and Karen Allen. It was distributed by 20th Century Studios. It has a runtime of one hour and 42 minutes. It's rated PG. Its budget was only $7 million. And box office total was $34.3 million. Nice. I mean, this is a small movie. Yes. You're not going to expect this kind of movie to do $600 million or anything like that. Right. But it is a movie that is timeless. Mm-hmm. It is a movie that has continued to grow as time has gone on and is remembered as one of, one of the greatest sports movies ever. Yes, for sure. Um, so... Starting off with my fun facts, I found quite a few for this one. All right. Um, My first one is that The Sandlot was originally written for nine and ten year old actors. But when they cast kids that age, a producer said that they looked like babies. So they ended up casting 12 and 13 year olds to play younger boys. Okay. Um, Next, the kids had to go to a two week long baseball camp to learn how to you know, play baseball, how to catch, how to hit, how to throw and things like that, which in the long run obviously made it a lot easier um, for them to film because it didn't take as many takes because they were, they knew what they were doing. Right. Um, Next, the fake chewing tobacco, because obviously it was fake. They didn't actually have kids start chewing. They were minors. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... In order to make it look like real chewing tobacco, they made it out of licorice and bacon bits. Oh, that had to have been so gross. you know, those of you who have seen the movie, they end up getting sick because they were chewing tobacco. Right. But it actually made some of the kids throw up for real because of how gross it was. I believe it. That is disgusting. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean... 
depending on what licorice it is, it, you know, if it was black licorice, which is honestly for a lot of people, that's like repulsive. I can't do black licorice. I honestly kind of like it. Uh, my mom likes it. She got me to try it when I was younger and I, I truly do not mind it. Yeah, I'm um, not a fan. But and I'm guessing it probably was black licorice to yeah. look like chewing tobacco. Mm-hmm. That and bacon, that is atrocious. <laughs> so I am not surprised. Um, my next fact is that um, there was a man that sued 20th Century Fox after this movie came out, claiming that his former classmate, which was the director of this movie, yes, had based the character of Michael or Squints on him. And that it caused him embarrassment and humiliation. So he sued the um, production because of that. And a judge decided that there was not enough similarity to justify the lawsuit. So um, that basically meant that the movie studios could continue using characters inspired by real life people, you know. And Right. Well, um, there was actually even more to it than just that because the original um, lawsuit was filed, I believe, in the state of California. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, at the state level, uh, they ruled in favor of 20th Century Fox. And right. so, obviously, that, like, hey, it's fine for them to do this. But it then got escalated to the greater uh, California Supreme Court. Oh, I didn't know that. And they also ruled in favor of the studio, which was a really big deal when it happened because mm-hmm. it was the first lawsuit of its kind, but it had greater implications depending on which way they leaned because, you know, what does this look like for other movies in the future and whatnot? Um, so it, the California Supreme Court cited that um, it was well within the rights of the First Amendment uh, to base characters off of real life events. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And so it was a big deal when it happened. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I've just got a couple more. Um, first, during a lot of the days that they were filming, it was like insanely hot, like upwards of 110 degrees. Um, it got so hot that the actor who played Smalls felt like really weak and ended up like falling over and yeah. you know, but on the day they filmed at the pool, of course, of all days, it was freezing. Yeah. The water was only 56 degrees. And I actually noticed this when I watched the movie. Um, but I didn't really put two and two together until I read up on it, but you can see squints teeth chattering when he's yeah. like his lips staring are kind of at like bluish and yeah. yeah he, his uh, lips are chattering or yeah. teeth are chattering i mean yeah and yeah. it was because of how cold it was um and then my last fact is um pretty cool um a life was actually saved because of this movie really so a father of twin boys went unconscious at home one day and the boys remembered seeing cpr performed on the sandlot and they performed CPR, which they had learned to, how to do from this movie on their dad and saved his life. Wow. That is extremely impressive. Yeah. Mainly because they didn't do any chest compressions. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I think when I read up on it, I wish I could remember. It was this movie and then one other movie that they had remembered seeing CPR done on. So yeah. I'd imagine maybe they saw chest compressions yeah. done on another one. But um, yeah. Wow. That is crazy. But mm-hmm. that's I mean, that's super cool. Yeah. Very cool. So that's all I've got. Okay. Well, I have, um, my, my production details are essentially non-existent. Okay. Um, there was no 
production details that I could find on any of my usual research websites. I actually went to the self-proclaimed, uh, quote unquote, most uh, detailed, blah, 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 whatever film website there is. Uh, it's like an archive of national films and whatnot is very thorough. Mm-hmm. I only have one production detail. Okay. Principal photography began on June 22nd, 1992 in Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> and okay. that is all that I have. Well, I have something to add to that. Okay. Um, one, I believe they filmed in California as well, didn't they? Or did they nope, not? it was all in Utah. Okay, maybe it just took place in California. It maybe does. That's what it I, okay. takes place in California, but the of. entire movie was filmed in Utah. Okay. Um, and then also... The movie was shot in only 42 days. Really? Really. That is very interesting. That's uh, very impressive. Yes. Yeah. I didn't, I had that as my fa- uh, my fun facts, but I didn't want to say it in case you had that written down. So. Okay. Cool. Well, that's all I have. Um, so I'll go ahead and lead us off with how I would score this film on okay. a scale of one to 100. Um, this is a tough one. Gotta be honest, because this is a really good movie. It's such a good movie. It's like, it's just a classic movie. Mm-hmm. Like, just straight up. It's it's an all-time classic. There's nothing uh, not to like about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just... It's also not an epic film. <laughs> you know, it, it's not interstellar. It's, it's a baseball film about, uh, you know, some kids getting in trouble. It's and, so hard, though, because, like... I mean, you could say this for pretty much all of the movies we pick. It's so hard to compare them, you know, to right. like this movie, like to Interstellar, you know, right. like they're so different. Yeah, no, it is. Um, you're right. But just thinking about that, thinking about the whole scale and just kind of the gut feeling how I would rate this movie overall. I love this movie. It makes me laugh every time I watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the soundtrack or score, I guess, I mean, is really good. Not mm-hmm. that there's a lot in there, but just like there's some good tunes that come on at different <laughs> parts in the movie when, you know, the rival baseball game or gang uh, comes rolling up and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like there's just a few that like three songs probably throughout the film that just when it comes on, it hits <laughs> and it's really good. Um, but anyways, I'm just going to, I'm going to give it a rating of an 88. Ugh, an 88? Yes. It, it's a great movie. I love it. Um, but going much higher than that, like, I don't think I could go beyond a 90, honestly. Really? Not because it's a bad movie. It is a very good movie. Um, but I just got to leave room on the scale for, I mean, this, this is a low in scope movie. I guess. I don't know. Okay. I don't. That's just, that's where my gut's at. 88. Well, I think I'm going to score a decent amount higher than you. And it's only, not only because of this, but it's largely because this movie is very nostalgic for me. Like I, this is one of my dad's all time favorite movies. And I remember watching it with him when I was younger probably younger than I should have been watching it. Um, yeah, honestly, rewatching it, there was a lot of stuff in there that I don't remember or that I didn't catch, which I, that's another discussion for another time for like parents and kind of filtering out yeah. what you allow your kids to watch and whatnot, because 
just like I said, like there was a lot of stuff in there Mm -hmm. that's probably not great. Yeah. But at the same time, like I don't remember any of it. Right. And it's really probably not that big of a deal. I'm sure most of it just went over my head as a kid. Right. Because I was watching this movie and like probably like second third grade i think i saw this when i was like five i might like five, i might have seen six, it earlier seven, too. like yeah. definitely in that wheelhouse yeah so um anyways so because of that because it just it holds a special place in my heart simply because i just remember watching it with my dad a lot and i mean my dad is very reserved and quiet and this movie would always make him bust a gut and i just like you know, I just, I always loved hearing him laugh because you didn't hear it like a ton. That makes him sound bad. That's not (laughs) what I'm trying to portray, but he's just, yeah, yeah. It's just rewarding to hear him. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so because of that and because I just, I think this movie is really well done. It has a really good story and it's funny and fun to watch. So I'm going to give this movie a 93, I think. Okay. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite scenes? Um, I'm going to kind of go like chronologically here. I have some written out. Okay. Um, so my first favorite scene in the movie is, um, when, um, they're playing baseball at the sandlot and Smalls catches the ball for the first time. And, um, just seeing like the look on his face, like he can't believe it. He's so excited. And, um, also like, you know, all the boys are kind of like, Oh, like, okay. You know, like, like starting to accept him, I guess. Um, I really like that scene. It just makes me smile. Um, and then I also, I mean, (laughs) the, the whole time when like Squince is telling about like just the, the origin story of, of the, the beast, beast and yeah. things. That's a For really funny sequence. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> one thing my dad quotes all the time. Yeah. Um, and then I also like, um, the scene when the other team like rides up on their bikes and they're exchanging insults, insults and yeah. they're just oh my gosh growing up with two older brothers like we would hurl these insults at each other <laughs> just you know quoting the movie for fun not meaning anything but just mm-hmm. you bob for apples in the toilet yeah and you like it you know just i mean <laughs> yeah. all sorts of stuff like that but i also <laughs> like it even before they start exchanging the insults like when um I'm trying to think. I think it's Squints and Ham that see them first and the their faces just like drop and they're like, yeah. no, yeah. you know, like-, like Ham is the first one. He just slams his glove onto the ground. Yeah. They all start walking. It, it's so funny. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, And then, I mean, there's so many others, but the only other one I had written down um, was when... What's his name? Is it Mr. Myrtle? Yeah. James Earl James Jones. James Earl Jones plays. Yeah. Um, I just absolutely love the scene when one, when I love all the sequences with James Earl Jones in them, but yeah. first when he says, well, you could have just knocked on the door and I would have right. gotten the ball <laughs> right. for you or yeah. whatever. And they all start beating squints up but yes. just because he said that he was so mean, like don't ever talk to him, you know, right. like that kind of thing. Yeah. But um also i love just that he is not at all what they imagined him to be and he's like 
tough, but like loving and like such a nice, guy. such a nice guy. Yeah. Um, but I, I love the whole sequence when, um, he gives him, gives smalls the ball that's signed by the Yankees and, yeah. um, that like just the look on, uh, Oh, what's his, what's his name? Who, Not smalls. Benny. Benny. Yeah. The look on Benny's face, like when he sees it, like I just, I love that whole scene too. Yeah, so. I agree. Um, I think one of the things that's really special about this movie, and I'm trying to think through some of the movies that this could also be said about that we've covered before. Um, maybe one of the only other ones that comes to mind is La La Land. Um, but this movie feels like it's just a love letter to the subject matter, mm-hmm. which, you know, La La Land was like a love letter to old timey Hollywood jazz, jazz and musicals and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And this feels like just an outright love letter to baseball. Yeah, for like, sure. Like it's not, uh, it's not glamorous in the slightest. Um, it's very real, which is appreciated. It's also not like dopey cheesy you know Mm -hmm. it's not this like goofy little ragtag team of uh just like stupid comedy Mm -hmm. like you're really invested in this and these kids um and i think a lot of that i could probably attribute to the movie starting out with smalls narrating it as an adult yeah like you're viewing this story being told by an adult um so it doesn't feel like you're just watching like the little rascals maybe Mm mm-hmm Um, but it really does feel like somebody who wrote the movie just was reminiscing about their childhood. Right. That, that's what comes through and, um, just through and through. I love the movie. I love the setting that it's like, is it set in the fifties or the sixties? Sixties, I believe. Um, and it feels authentic to that era. Mm -hmm. It, you know, I love kind of the struggle that Smalls has with his stepdad, Mm-hmm. Um, love Kevin O'Leary or not, uh, Kevin O'Leary, um, Dennis o- O'Leary. Mm-hmm. I love him. Um, is it Dennis O'Leary or Dennis Leary? I think it's actually O'Leary. He okay. used to go by Dennis Leary. I, okay. I believe. Cause if or it's maybe not it's, Dennis Leary, then I said it wrong earlier when I said the cast. Maybe it is just Dennis Leary. Um, yeah, I look, that's what's coming up is Dennis Leary. I don't know why I was thinking it was O'Leary. Maybe I'm thinking of Shark Tank because I said Kevin O'Leary a second ago. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, regardless, uh, yeah, I think he's great kind of, he being that stepdad um, like role, he, he fills that really well, just kind of um, coming through as somebody that, you can tell like there is a bit of an awkward relationship between him and Scott Smalls. Um, but at the same time, like it doesn't seem like he's necessarily like a bad stepdad per se. It's but right. just, just kind of learning the ropes and right. He's figuring it out just as much as Smalls is mm-hmm. um, as far as that relationship dynamic. And I think he does a good job of portraying that without like being too much because you don't want him to steal the show right in the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean, through and through this movie's fantastic. It's genuinely funny and not in like childish comedy, like absolutely hilarious. Some of it is a little like, uh, I don't know, like 
maybe toilet humor. I, I don't know what the right word is, but like, you know, like ham calling the other guy, like you pee drinking crap face, you know, like <laughs> some, okay. Yeah. Some of that's a little bit stupid, but it is, uh, you know, these are little kids and it is funny. Um, but the whole movie, like just, I don't know. It's almost like a cathartic experience watching the movie mm-hmm. because it is like, it's just, it feels so simple. Yeah. It's just kids in an empty lot playing baseball. Right. Like it doesn't take a lot to kind of like be engaged in this movie. Mm-hmm. You're just watching these kids like go about playing baseball and some of their antics. And some of it's like really um, low, maybe low entry is the right word. I don't know. Like just meaningless, uh, like just simple stuff, like mm-hmm. just them playing baseball against a rival gang. Mm-hmm. You know, some of the movie is literally just watching that or watching them go to the pool and then squints, you know, fakes drowning so that he can kiss Wendy. Yeah. You know, like just really honestly, like inconsequential stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it eventually leads to, you know, all these antics of trying to figure out a way to get the signed baseball back from uh, the beast. But it's in that regard, I feel like it's almost relaxing to watch the movie just because it is like, it's not something that takes a lot of you to decide uh, if like how much you have to pay attention to it. Right. It's very low key. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it always, like you said, it's nostalgic. It brings back a lot of warm memories of, uh, like I remember, I don't know if it was the first time I watched it, but, um, I remember watching it and then shortly thereafter, maybe going to like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something, a family gathering with my extended family. And then like, quoting that movie Mm -hmm. um and like making my older cousins laugh because they could because I would have been little um but I was able to retain the quotes and say them convincingly and I liked having an audience and (laughs) so anyways it it brings back some some of those memories but yeah and I love James Earl Jones I mean oh I do too Darth Vader he's great he's great um I think it's also um the actor who played Ham did an interview recently talking about the Sandlot because there was supposed to be a series that came out on Disney Plus where they were adults, mm-hmm. all the original actors, mm-hmm. um, but it got canceled because of the strike. It went on for too long, so they ended up canceling the show. Oh, okay. Um, so anyways, he was doing an interview in regards to the Sandlot, and he was talking about when they filmed it, they, you know, they were all kids mm-hmm. and this would have been in 92. So it was after all the Star Wars movies had come out and James Earl Jones was the voice of Darth Vader. And so, um, he was an established star. And, um, so he had his own trailer and everything, you know, they were treating him right on set. Right. Um, like the star that he is. And anyways, um, so there was one day he said on set that they all got the guts to just go knock on his door and talk to him. And so they knocked on his door and he answered the door. And I don't remember what they said, uh, but I think he said something to the effect of, I, I wish I would have looked this up so that I don't quote it wrong. So I guess take this with a grain of salt. But um, they said something to him where he was. they were like, you're Darth Vader or can you do the voice or, or something like mm-hmm. that, like referencing, but they like, didn't say anything else. That's all they said. And he just looked at them and he said, 
I am your father. And they all like crap their pants and ran away. And <laughs> they're like, no way, that's crazy. And, uh, just, you know, reinforcing that these are little kids. Right. You know, so um, anyways, I think that's a that's a fun story. But um, before we kind of wrap up what we're talking about, because we're going to bring Jeff on here in a moment. Um, this movie is one of those movies that's highly quotable. Yes. Much like Elf. Mm -hmm. Do you have a favorite quote? Oh gosh, I wish I would have known you were going to ask me this. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I don't think this would be my favorite, but I mean, one, uh, probably the most iconic quote that's quoted the most often from this movie is you're yeah. killing me smalls. Yes. And, um, I don't, I feel like I don't really quote this movie much, which honestly yeah. it's mostly because besides when we just watched this yesterday, like I hadn't seen it probably since middle school, maybe beginning of high school. So gosh, I don't know, John, do you have a favorite one? I don't know. I think so. Um, there's a lot of really good ones in here. I used to know like every single insult that they hurled at each other. <laughs> um, and there were some pretty brutal ones. <laughs> there are some brutal ones. There's some really funny ones. Like when uh, um, Ham is being the catcher in their actual game mm -hmm. against the rival gang. I already know what and you're going to say. He's like talking and trying to dis distract them. Um, he's like, he tells one of the baseball players, he's like, you know, if I was as ugly as you, um, or no, he said, if I had a dog that was as ugly as you, I would shave his butt and tell him to walk backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hardly believe that. But it's hilarious. Um, but no, the one that comes to mind is um, when it's like really hot out and they decide to go to the pool mm -hmm. when ham comes out and he's like, Oh, come on. I'm baking like a toasted cheeser. <laughs> <laughs> um, my brother, Josh and I would say that one. Um, I also like the full quote from when he's talking about s'mores and he's like, you're killing me smalls because like, yes, that's the iconic line that like everybody quotes, but like the extended part where he's like a s'more. Mm hmm. You take the gram, you put the chocolate on the gram, then you get the mallow. You toast the mallow. Once the mallow is on fire, you blow it out, put it on the gram with uh, another gram on top or something like he's doing all that. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's just that whole thing is really funny to me yeah. too. Also when squints is like forever. <laughs> yeah, there are some good ones for sure. I, I also think, not that this is a quote, but I th think it's hilarious that Timmy and Tommy, uh, his little brother is just like a little broken record. You know, I mean, anything his nickname he, is Repeat. Yeah, his nickname is Repeat in the movie. And he just says, like, the Sultan of Swat, the Sultan of Swat. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's really funny. And also, yeah, yeah. Like, he just, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, like, they're obviously not super deep. Right. Nicknames, but just all the dynamics in the in the movie with the different characters are great. Yeah. Um, I did want to ask you, have you ever seen The Sandlot 2? I don't remember. I know I'm pretty sure I have seen it and the third one, which um, those are I think I've seen each of them once. 
or both of them, I should say. And they were like direct to DVD movies. So they weren't necessarily like super good. Mm -hmm. Um, I was just curious because I've never seen them. So I didn't know if they compared at all. Yeah. I mean, they're not classics. Okay. Um, I think the only thing that would have been actual like quality that uh, would come out is um, that series that was supposed to come out on Disney Plus where they're all adults with the original actors and whatnot. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But anyways, you have anything else before we bring Jeff on? I don't think so. Okay. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us in the studio again. Man, I could not be more excited to talk (laughs) about this movie. (laughs) We are stoked to have you. I know uh, you love sports movies probably more than anyone I know. Mm -hmm. So I am so stoked to have a genuine fan in here adding to what we've already done. I mean, it's my, it's definitely the movies I watch most are yeah. sports movies. And then this is one of my favorite sports movies. So awesome. Perfect. Well, I think we'll just start right away with your rating on a scale of one to 100. How would you rate the Sandlot? Guys, I wanted to give it a hundred so badly. <laughs> really? I did. I want but I didn't, I didn't give it, I gave it a 95 only okay. because okay. it's so much fun. It mm-hmm. would get a yes. full 100 on fun. Yeah. But you know, I mean. It, it is, it's not the best done movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's not yes. going to win an Oscar. Right. It's yeah. not going to, you know, it's not in that sort of category, but yeah. so I was like, what's the most I can give it and recognizing that like cinematography and all of these things are not like right. amazing. So mm-hmm. 95 is where I, I give it. Okay. That is solid. I think M, what did you give it? A 93. Okay. 93. And I gave it an 88. I was disappointed. Wow. <laughs> and only because like. I was comparing it against Interstellar. Which you can't do. Right. (laughs) Well, that's why I'm like, that's I mean, it would have been a hundred otherwise, except I'm like, wait, there's like Braveheart. Right. There's like really, really great movies (laughs) out there. Yeah. The Sandlot probably should not be in that same uh, boat. So yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, um, why would you rate it as a hundred? What, what is, I mean, you kind of gave a little context there, but yeah, if it, if it's if I'm just going off of my or sorry, I meant ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. Didn't give it a hundred. I did not that's give it a hundred. That's what I meant. Yeah, I'm sorry. The ninety five <laughs> part would be it's just so much fun to watch. Yeah, I mean it is yeah. pure joy from start to finish. I actually think, and I'm going to mention some of these things later. There's also really great element. They did the movie really, really well. Like yeah. it, it fits. It's a great story. It's yep. interesting. It's actually well acted for kids. Yeah. I mean, like every part of it, I'm like. This is a really good, and there's even some parts as a sports movie that I think it's better than other sports movies that you would think, why did they go to this effort for a kid's sports movie right. mm-hmm. that yeah. makes it, I mean, even better? Honestly, one of the things that I said when Em and I were talking about it was that this movie um, just, it feels like a love letter to baseball, yeah. mm-hmm. honestly, like, and also kind of like the 50s, 60s era. Yes. Like it's very genuine, authentic, but it really just feels like it's right. You know, like they did everything right. And I hadn't really thought about what she said, but I mean, for the the child acting, like it's on point in this movie. <laughs> well, guys, like my one of my favorite baseball movies is Field of Dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the guy who plays Shoeless Joe Jackson, yeah. Ray Liotta, can't swing a baseball bat. It's the worst yeah. swing I've ever seen. And he's in that thing. <laughs> these kids, these swings are good. Yeah. Like yeah. they're legit mm-hmm. like baseball. Like they look like ball players yeah. uh, in that era, especially even. And they kind of even do some of the swings and like it looks like from that era of yeah. baseball. 
And I'm like, that's just so well done yeah. Yeah. Um, that I think you don't think about it. And that's not including, I mean, I have some other things, but the soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, costumes, yeah. like mm-hmm. just, there's some aspects of that that I'm like, these are so good. Yeah. Yeah. That was something I made mention of too, was that like the soundtrack throughout, like this, you don't really talk about the score of this movie, so to speak, but like there are a few songs, like three or four songs that when they come on, it's like, yes, like <laughs> this is perfect. And by three or four, you meant every song that comes right, on yeah. uh, in my mind. But, <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. like, let me, I'll go into it a little bit, but like every time Wendy Peppercorn comes on the screen, yeah. there's a drifter song. Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's, and they're perfectly timed, mm-hmm. uh, yes. like exactly what they yes. should be. They're the camp out, the um, lion sleeps tonight. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. what a great song over the beast yes. that's yeah. sleeping yes. um, yeah. in there. America, the beautiful by Ray Charles yeah. on the yep. 4th of July game is so good. So I just think, yeah, there's yeah. elements of this that are just really well done. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I agree a hundred percent. Okay. So we're going to jump into trivia. Sure. Okay. So we do have six trivia questions for you. I'm nervous guys. <laughs> I think you're going to nail them. At least that makes me even more majority of <laughs> the pressure. Them. Okay. We'll I did, you before we, guys, before we were recording, Jeff shared with us that he has probably seen this movie 400 times easily. Yeah. yeah. That's on the low end. So I'm certain you can at least get some of them. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. All right. Em, you want to start? Sure. Okay. So I wanted to see if you could name all nine of the boys. You can use nicknames. Okay, great. Uh, Hamilton, the babe, Porter, place catcher. Uh, Kenny DeNunez is the pitcher. Uh, first base is Timmy. Third base is Tommy. That might be flipped. Tommy might be first. Third might be Timmy. Second base is Bertram Weeks. Uh, shortstop is um, Yaya. Left field is Smalls. Center field is Benny the Jet. And then right field is Squints Paladors. Wow. Okay. That was impressive. <laughs> that this was is... that was the one that I was like, if you can name all the kids, I will be so impressed. I'll give you positions, he bro. Yeah, you, you <laughs> added. That was amazing. Yeah. Cause like going into it, I was like, yeah, everybody knows Ham and Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Squints. They have great nicknames, but like Bertram, like yeah. I could never remember that. Oh man. Bertram Weeks, man, he's so good. I love it. He plays second base too. That was my position. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Okay, this one's a gimme. Okay. Oh, man. But I promise you, (laughs) like, if you don't get this, but you got all these kids and their positions, I will be disappointed. (laughs) So finish this quote. Heroes get remembered, but... Legends never die. Yeah, of course. I told you. It's a gimme. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, that's on one of my quotables. (laughs) Okay, so next one was, where was Bill going away on business when he left Smalls as the man of the house? What city? I don't know. It's it's in Illinois. Oh, is it Chicago? Mm-hmm. It is. Okay, it that's is. actually what I was in my mind. I was thinking Chicago mm-hmm. yeah. or L.A. And I'm like, I don't, but I don't, yeah. Okay, Chicago. Yes. Yep, Chicago. Okay. okay. Now, honestly, I should just take this one off because you already said it, but I'll still give it to you. When Smalls is invited to play baseball for the first time, what position does Benny tell him to play? Yeah, left field. Yeah. Well, left Left center. There right. you go. He's, yeah. he's, he's normally in center field, but if they're not playing, like, right, yeah, yeah, left center. Yeah, yeah. So if you guys don't know, left field is where you stick the worst field. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, so I because left field. Most, yeah, I know. <laughs> My first year in high school, varsity yes. baseball was left yeah. field. Yeah. <laughs> so. I played second a little too, but yeah. I, I played left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's where you, you hide the, the guy. Yes, you <laughs> yeah. 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 It was my first year. They're like, yeah, it was sticky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could hit, but I couldn't do much else. And so they yeah. stuck me in left field. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that was like the best thing I could do was hit, but they would never play me. Oh. 
Yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, they should have. My my coach, was he played uh, minor leagues for the Yankees. Okay. So he was like an amazing pitcher. Yeah. And I hit a home run off of him. Oh, wow. And he didn't play me after that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, those guys are competitive. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. Okay, next one. What team does Benny play for when he grows up? Oh, the Dodgers. Yes. Nice. Correct. Very nice. Okay, last one. When Mr. Myrtle gives Smalls the replacement signed baseball, what year and what 1927 team? 1927 Yankees. Nice. There you go. <laughs> See, you were worried about this. Yeah, you got all the of The Chicago them. one. Yeah. I did not. Oh, man. Dennis yeah. O'Leary. Got me again. Yes. Uh, that was great. Yeah. Awesome. Those are great questions. That was fun. Yeah. Okay. So jump into favorite scenes. Yep. All right. What are your favorite scenes? All right. Well, I've got eight of them. So I may not give you all of them, but I'll all start. Right. I love the opening. I, yes. I think the opening right now, again, nostalgic, yeah. baseball loving. Uh, they open. He's talking about uh, Babe Ruth yep. and the, mm-hmm. the famous pointing. That's where I think, which yep. is foreshadowing that Babe Ruth is going to show up in the movie, yes. yep. uh, which is great. And the ball is signed by Babe Ruth. Like, it's just yeah. such a great little part there. And then they use pickle in a like they're going to actually show Benny the Jet Rodriguez in yep. a pickle. So, mm-hmm. Emily, do you do I, so, I mean, if you're a baseball fan, a pickle is when you get in a rundown. Mm. Um, and so but a pickle is also a tight spot. Um, and so they're using it as like kind of a, a double entendre, like mm-hmm. Benny the Jet is in a pickle as right. they start mm-hmm. off the movie, yeah. but then they're going to get in this really difficult spot with the Babe Ruth, you know, losing the Babe Ruth baseball. And mm-hmm. then the music, uh, finger popping, like it's just a, yes. like it's yeah. a great yes. sort of doo-wop 60s kind of right into, I think it's so good. Uh, yeah. I love that. So that's a favorite. I mean, I, right out of the gate, it just gets me in the right mood. Yeah. Some of these baseball, I think Rookie of the Year has a great baseball-centric start. Like yeah. just some of those movies, I think starting out the right way is important. I love when Benny hits a fungo right into Small's glove. Yeah. And they're like, are you serious? He can't throw. And they're like, are you serious? Why are we doing this? You're wasting your time. He puts it right in his glove. Yeah. And uh, and then at the very end, Kenny Dunez gets the ball and he goes, yeah, I knew it the whole time. Like, right. he's great, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, this, yeah I knew it. That's a great scene. Yeah. I think probably the most memorable scene of the whole movie is the s'mores, the camp mm, out. Yes. yes. I think that's yeah. one of the best lines mm-hmm. in the yes. entire movie. So one of the quotables that I have is where uh, Small says, I haven't had anything yet. Yeah. How can I have some more? Yeah. Nothing? yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he gives me, which I tell my kids probably three times a week, you're killing me small. <laughs> yeah. It follows that yeah. uh, right after it. I think that camp out, like every part of that is mm-hmm. just so much fun. Yes. Uh, apparently they had to film it. Uh, that this the s'more scene 12 times because everyone was just busting up laughing, laughing really so yeah. hard yeah uh, that is dude, awesome which is great so i think that's great yeah. the night game is just a scene if you're a baseball lover yeah. fireworks yes uh hamilton porter just grabbing food from all the tables as he's trying mm-hmm. to run to the game yeah i think that's great yeah tons of fun uh the second best scene that i, I think though like Camp out, I think, is such a great scene and is really important. And then I think um, the uh, the game against the like school kids, yes, mm-hmm. the kind yeah. of prep school kids yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. The trash talking before, oh my Amazing. goodness, is <laughs> is <that>. so good. <laughs> I, I would if this was, you know, I give you the whole rundown, but yeah. I'm not going to do this. Um, I yeah. I know the entire. Uh, like all of that. And then it yeah. just flows right into the game, Yes, which is, we've already, I mean, we quoted this before. They're yeah. just parts of Hamilton Porter talking to yes. the batters mm-hmm. and yeah. their swings and how they hit and the music and all of that, I just think is, uh, is so good. Yeah. I honestly think like the, the baseball game between the Sandlot and the school kids yeah. might be like my favorite sequence in yeah. the film. Yeah. I it's, think, yeah. 
I think it's probably the most memorable. Like it's 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 kind of like the heart of the film in yeah. some ways. Like it's just so fun. It's so good. Um, then I think the second like the scene that then comes right out of that uh, is that that last chase scene with yeah. uh, Benny the Jet and Hercules the yes. dog. Yeah, I, I didn't even. I mean. The, the, there's a whip sound where he begins yeah. and goes mm-hmm. off and then he jumps over kind of this Western, you know, yeah. sort of thing. He jumps over the scene. And then as soon as Hercules are over the fence, uh, as soon as Hercules jumps the fence, the dog, mm-hmm. they start wipe out, yeah. which mm-hmm. again, if you're in my generation, like everybody knows that little, yeah. like that yeah. little drum scene. And then they just kind of go through it and it's like, it's awesome. So I yeah. did that whole scene. The movie that they're watching in the theater is the Night of the Wolfman. It's like a yeah. werewolf and a dog is chasing. Like it's yep. just so like, I think that scene is awesome. Like it's yeah. tons of fun. Uh, and then I think the one that gets me though is uh, when they meet Mr. Myrtle. Yes. Yes. So if there's an emotional element to the film, yep. it's like Mr. Myrtle at the end for me mm-hmm. is so good. Um, when he, um, James Earl Jones, I think one of honestly- one of my favorite characters he plays. It's so short, yes. but I love it. He he has this like sort of cocky grin that's yeah. just yeah. like, he does this kind of move every once in a while that's so, like it's just a ton of yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, and then he has some great lines in there too. Like when the kid says that he lost a, Babe yeah. Ruth ball, he goes, oh, you're not in trouble. You're dead where you stand. Yes. Right. Uh, which is just, a, and his voice is right. just so good. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then he gives him the, you know, yeah. 1927 ball. And actually uh, right before that, he goes, yeah, you know, they're like, oh yeah, the ball was signed by Babe Ruth. And he goes, you mean George? Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Honestly, I think I didn't mention this earlier when it was just Emily and I, but one of my favorite scenes in the entire film too, is there in the ending where they're in Mr. Myrtle's home and you know, they're like, no, we can't take this. And he's like, no, trust me. You see all this stuff I got, you know, I've got some good stuff. And they kind of talk and he eventually just says, you know what, how about you guys come by once a week, you talk baseball with me, we'll call it an even trade. Mm -hmm. That one is just like so near and dear to my heart, especially because like, uh, when I did healthcare and I transitioned out of hospital care and did home care, it reminded me a lot of my patients that because there are a lot of lonely people out there that are just Uh by themselves and i would have a lot of stuff like that where they're just like asking me like hey what's what's new you know and just like that relationship it reminded me a lot of that so that was endearing to my heart it's like a previous generation to the next generation i mean it's and and if you grew up like i did collecting baseball cards and i still do and go to baseball card shops and signed balls and Mm -hmm. i mean it just felt so nostalgic and I mean to be able to talk to a guy like it's just you're right I mean it it is the part where I'm like I mean I don't think I get choked up because it's not sad right but I like it's great like my heart is warmed (laughs) like in that scene like it's really good I also think like it finishes really well like giving an update on all of the kids the movie like kind of letting and they're so funny like you know Hamilton the Babe Porter becomes a professional wrestler (laughs) Kenny DeNunez coaches a little league team the Heaters yeah Um, Mm -hmm. and then the final scene where you know Benny the Jet steals Mm -hmm. Holmes and they give the steals home and they give the thumbs up to each other and uh, Smalls has that the worst hat I've ever Yes. Ever seen yes. in my entire yes. life still on his head <laughs> has the picture on the wall i mean yes. it's just i'm telling you what i mean that's why i'm like there the the movie starts really really well yeah and ends really and it yep. feels finished yes. and full and yes and i'm like for a kid's sports movie like i still i'm just like 
that's pretty impressive. It like, is. really, it is mm-hmm. done yeah. really well. So those are probably my. I mean, I there's not much I don't like about the movie. Yeah, <laughs> almost every baseball season I'm pretty yeah. excited about, and I even mentioned the pool scene and some things like that that oh are just goodness. a yeah. ton of funny. I mean, my yeah. my wife and I were cracking up. We watched this past weekend where yeah. Hamilton the Bay Porter jumps into the pool and his voice cracks at like yeah. the yes. highest <laughs> decibel you can imagine. It's yeah. just so there's so yeah. much that's great about it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. Well, on that note, do you have any dislikes? You said you don't have a lot. Do you have any? Yeah. So I actually don't love the stepdad. Uh, okay. I, okay. I, yeah. I, I think he maybe he plays that character well because I don't like him yeah. right. in that. Mm-hmm. But there's yeah. just a few things that he does that I'm like, hey, when he's teaching his kid to throw, like right. he's like chucking the ball at smalls he's never caught before. Right. And then he yeah. throws a curveball. Yeah. It's like yeah. literally like I wrote it down as because we actually like my family would quote this. You got to watch out for that curveball. Right. Like, and he's like, the kid doesn't know how to play baseball. Right. Why are you throwing him a <laughs> yeah. curveball? Yes. Um, yeah. Might and, as well throw him a knuckleball, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, it's just ridiculous. So there's yeah. and then he's like, you know, early on, he doesn't want him touching his stuff and some of that. I'm just, and I get it. It's actually a great part of the film because mm-hmm. at the very end, they have this restored relationship right. and it, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's that, that's a great kind of, you know, a, a little bit of like a poignant sort of ending when they kind of get, he and Smalls like kind of have a great relationship at the end, but mm-hmm. yeah, his character's not my favorite. And, and then I don't like the scene where they chew tobacco. Now yeah. I should let you know, I'm a sympathetic puker, so if I see someone else puke, I want to puke. Yeah. So the whole scene is just gross to me. Like yeah. I'm just like, this is such a. I know it's funny, it, and it's my kids. We watched it; they thought it was great. Um, but it's just like I'm like, oh man, I I, I could do without that scene. Yeah. I can't watch it either. Yeah. yeah. So I actually have a funny story about my baseball team and a chain of puking. (laughs) So there was one night we got together for team bonding. We were hanging out, just, you know, doing like playing pickup basketball, doing all sorts of just fun games, whatnot. And um, we got bored. It was getting into the wee hours. We're in high school, you know, and it was in the summer. So it's, oh, pulling all nighter, you know, whatever. It was that type of thing. And we're getting bored. And one of the guys is like, oh, uh, you should convince Josh to do the gallon challenge. One of, one of the guys on our team and we're like, okay. And he was the type of guy that like, if you issued the challenge, like he's going to do it. Yeah. Right. And so we talked him into it. We're like, you should do the gallon challenge. And he's like, okay. He ran to like a 24 hour gas station, bought a gallon of milk, came back and he just started chugging it. And so for those of you who don't know the gallon challenge, he tried to drink an entire gallon of milk in less than 20 minutes. Yeah. And so He's chugging, chugging, and I'm telling you, he got down to maybe less than a quarter. Okay. Less than he did a, well. a fifth. He like, gave it a valiant effort. <laughs> he did really good, and then he just oh, lost it. Yeah. And it was one of those, like, you knew it was coming, so everybody had their phone out. Yeah. And this is when Snapchat was really big. Okay. So <laughs> And Snapchat videos loop once yeah. you stop recording. Oh, man. So one guy got it just perfect, where it was right when he puked. He got it. And then we're all laughing so hard while that video is looping in the background. Yeah. And because that sound kept going, four other guys just, oh, oh they just lost it. <laughs> I would have been that way. I'm not from the sound, just from watching. Like, yeah. I, so I, if there is a scene in which I have skipped most in my 400 plus times of watching the sound, it's yeah. that scene. Like, mm-hmm. I just, it's not my favorite scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I, it's still a great scene. It's just not, I don't enjoy it. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, I will, I will say 
I made mention in the beginning of the episode that I did like Kevin O'Leary. Okay. Uh, or not Kevin O'Leary. Is it Dennis O'Leary? Dennis O'Leary. Dennis okay. Leary. I said Kevin earlier. <laughs> um, yes, Dennis, that uh, I did like him as a yeah. stepdad because you are you don't like him. Yeah. I was and, like, I appreciate that he didn't try to steal the show as an actor. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He does a great job. And I think it's part, it's just, he does a great job of making me not really like right. him. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's not the most likable character. He also, I don't know, his whole look and everything of that, I'm just like, <laughs> man, I just, you're just not a guy I would like. <laughs> right. Like, I yeah. just think yeah. he's got that. Kind yes. of, there's a smugness about him that right. I struggle with in that movie. Right. So. Yeah. But I have to agree, like, as far as like somebody who myself, like, I really want to be a dad and I have a great dad and like watching some of that, I'm like, yeah, that's, you're terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, buddy. Like, now, this is awful. Yeah. As a stepdad coming right. in, like, I'm sure right. the situation is hard and he, yeah, he, you know, he redeems himself by the end. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 But anyways. Okay. Well, I think that's all we have. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, you have more, Jeff. but it's kind of open. It's open season. So okay. whatever you want to talk about, just go. Can I for talk it. about more stuff I like about the movie? Yes, yeah, <laughs> of, course. of course. That's really all I want to do the whole time. Um, I think the like settings are great. So yeah. the Sandlot itself is just perfectly sort of designed. The mm-hmm. look, it's nostalgic. Yeah. It, like it just looks like the perfect Sandlot to play baseball. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, uh, and really I think throughout, like the, like I mentioned the night game, like yeah. the little like July 4th festival in the streets that yeah. they're running through and picking up is just great. That sort of public pool, park pool, like that's mm-hmm. exactly the pools that I grew up with in the summer, like the little neighborhood pools. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. I know those pools from growing up like <laughs> so well. Like just every little part of the different scenery, I'm like, man, that is... Even Mr. Myrtle's house in that room, I told you it looks like a baseball card shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of those baseball card shops are kind of old in like a, like a, usually they're like in an off sort of spot yeah. building, like not a great building and kind of torn down. And it's just, I'm like, oh man, this is, it just, the scenes were great. The, the little tree house above uh, where yeah. they do the camp out. Like, I'm just like, man, the settings are so good. I think, I don't I don't know what the actual word for this. Is. Like all I could come up with costumes. It's probably not called costumes. Whatever the dress is. Like uh, wardrobe. Wardrobe. Yeah. Is, I think so. And again, I'm not like much to think about that uh, when I'm watching a sports movie, but I'm like, yeah. man, this fits. I was thinking about it, honestly, in light of this podcast, watching the movie even a little bit differently, but like Benny's look, like I yeah. still wish I was as cool as Benny. <laughs> yes. Right. Like, I'm yeah. 40 years old and I was watching this movie and I'm like, man, I... Like that dude is still cool. Like I right. still want to be yeah. 12 year old, whatever, however old he yeah. is. Uh, he, I mean, he's, he looks like he's 19, but yeah. um, I still want to be that. Small's hat is the, I, I've already mentioned yes. it, It's the worst hat I've ever seen. It's horrible. Yes. Period. Yeah. Like it's so good. Um, yeah. Squints' look is, uh, yeah. is so good. Like so yeah. iconic. Um, Ham wears these like mismatched plaid. Mm. that's yeah. just so uh, fitting. Uh, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but Kenny DeNunez has a KC Monarchs hat. So a Kansas mm. City yes. Monarchs heart hat, yeah. which is a Negro League. That's like Satchel Paige and like one of the most famous yeah. kind of Negro League. Uh, it's it is. I think that hat actually like became like a pretty hot item and like auctions really? and things like that. Like it's a really famous, just a, it's a great hat. Um, wow. So just even down to those things, the gloves that they played with, yeah. the bats, like they, they're older, they look right. I mean, right. it was yeah. just so good. I've already mentioned the music. And then I, I think I, I mentioned a little bit like the kids, like they're legit baseball. Like they right. really do yeah. have uh, the swings down. So I, there's just some things like that. I mean, that sports movies, I think the hardest thing to do in sports, uh, a sports movie is 
is make it believable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, ah, just uh, this guy's never played this sport before. And you can tell, or <laughs> yeah. like, this is just not how it would be. And it's like, man, this is actually for a kid's movie. Like it feels real. If you grew yeah. up loving baseball, you're like, yeah, like that's what we would do. That's what this looks like. That's how we yeah. play. That's how we talk. Like there's just a, a lot of parts about it that I think is great. Uh, I have a quotable section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've already mentioned Fuse. There's so many more here. I, there's a lot yeah. that I wanted to mention, but I'm like, <laughs> probably shouldn't. Um, yeah. But don't be a goofus. Yes. I can't tell you when he, yeah. so when he first gets out on there, he's like, don't be a goofus. Don't small as this. Yes. Yeah. I just think that's great. Yeah. I tell like <laughs> our boys and I, we will repeat that often to each other. I've already mentioned, got to watch out for that curveball. Like yep. mm-hmm. we would say those sorts of things all the time. Uh, you mentioned, I mean the, the great line heroes get remembered, right. but legends never die. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's just such a good line. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, th- so in the scene with, uh, squints when he sort of fakes drowning, mm-hmm. uh, yep. And then I think it's Bertram Weeks that says he looks like a dead fish. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. But like it is. Yeah. That's such a great line. It, yeah. yeah. And he really does look like a dead fish. Yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. We will repeat that as families every once in a while. Like looks like a dead fish. Um, that's that will so happen. Funny. And then um, you play ball like a girl. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, all time. Sorry, Emily. I know. It's like, it's, okay. you know, it's, it's not one of those that maybe has um, like. It's not, it's not as good as maybe it was back then, right. but it's like, yeah. oh man, it's, it's just such a great line. Yeah. And then their reaction, like everybody just, and they have said horrible, like you mix your weenies with your mama's toe jam <laughs> yeah. is one of the lines. Yes. And then yeah. they say you play ball with like a girl <gasps> and, and everybody goes quiet. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. Um, yes. so just so much, uh, good quotable stuff. A couple of trivia things that I just had noted when I was watching this again. Um, the older and younger Benny are played by brothers. Oh, really? So that's why they look so much. So the, the last Benny cool. at the end of the movie mm-hmm. is his older brother. That's awesome. Um, wow. And that's why they look so much alike. Um, the director had the actors for Smalls and Benny get together three or four weeks before they started filming the movie mm-hmm. so that they could de- develop a friendship and a camaraderie oh, yeah. before that's cool. the rest of the guys. And it mm-hmm. actually like all the other actors were like, yeah, they were like had a different level of relate. Like it shows out in the movie That's and they cool. remained lifelong friends. That's awesome. Um, so that just is a really, really cool, cool kind of part of it. Um, the last one I had, there's actually two Sandlot, two actors in Sandlot who are also in field of dreams, which I think mm-hmm. field of dreams is the best, best baseball movie of all time. Okay. Like, I think that's the most iconic. Yeah. I think for me it would be the best movie of a uh, baseball movie of all time. It's uh James Earl Jones obviously yep. is like a main character in yep. field of dreams, but the guy who plays Babe Ruth is one of the ghost players yes. in uh field of dreams. Yes. And so it's like, yeah. So there's an overlap there between two of my favorite baseball movies. Yes. That is just fun. Rookie of the year was released that same year. Um, was it so really two of I think two of my favorite kind of kids yeah. baseball movies yeah. uh, were released in that same year I think 1993 um yeah. I think is what okay. it is so yeah, yeah. that's um, awesome yeah just great which on that note when I was a little kid I always thought that they somehow got video of Babe Ruth I thought that was yeah. I was like oh my gosh that's <laughs> Right. Is that the real Babe Ruth? Right. Yeah. yeah, so good. Well, it does. I mean, that guy does a great job. Like, it's just a, such so a fun, good. like, yeah, it's great. They did great things. Even in the Mr. Myrtle's, uh, where he's the picture where Mr. Myrtle is between, I want to say it's yes. between uh, Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig, and he's in the middle yeah. picture. Mm-hmm. That's an actual real picture uh, that they edited. Uh, and I forget who the guy, there's a like a player that's supposed to be there in between those two guys. Yeah. Uh, and they just put him in. So they just did a great job that's on really all cool. of those, they like did. just iconic stuff uh, that that's there. Um, I have 
the last time I was here, I did sort of my like Mount Rushmore of yes. sports films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I have two sort of Mount Rushmores. I have a Mount Rushmore of just baseball movies. Okay. Sandlot's on it. I, mean, right. I really do think it's yes. that good. <laughs> Field of Dreams is on it. Yeah. Um, I think it's iconic. Moneyball. Moneyball. Aaron Sorkin's like one of my favorite writers. Yeah. Moneyball was a great, super interesting book, but it, yeah, even better movie. Chris Pratt is yeah. awesome in it. Yeah. If you guys ever do a Moneyball episode, I'm I'm in, ready to come. Uh, spoiler and then, alert. It's, <laughs> it's on the schedule for next season. It is. Guys, you're about to have a third <laughs> visit from Jester. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Moneyball is a great movie as well. And then I love, uh, it was hard for me to pick the last, I love The Natural and I love Eight Men Out. Yeah. But Eight Men Out is the one I went through. Uh, I think it's just a great sort of classic baseball movie as well. But then I decided to have a little fun with you guys. Okay. I have a Mount Rushmore of kids sports movies. Yes. Awesome. And there are, because I think I told you guys before, I do have, I think 20 baseball movies probably is. Yeah. And I think I probably have over 50 ba- sports movies of some yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I have a lot of these, but my favorite baseball one, which is clear, is yeah. Sandlot. But that's mm-hmm. the best kids okay. baseball movie that there is. Yep. Uh, Rookie of the Year is great. Yep. Angels in the outfield is actually great with kids. Yes. Like now that I, I didn't really love it that much, but now with kids, like yeah. it's, it's pretty fun. And then little big league is awesome. If you've, you probably haven't seen a little big league. I haven't. No. A 12 year old's grandpa passes away and he yeah. becomes the owner of the twins and he makes oh, himself wow. the coach of the twins. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's so great. Like it's so fun. <laughs> um, so it's a great little kids. And then bad news bears is the yeah. old bad news bears. Classic. Walter yeah. Matthau. So yeah. great. Um, but so Sandlot best, uh, kids baseball movie. Uh, I think mighty ducks, has to be yeah. on it, probably all three, but mainly the first one. Yeah. Uh, so for hockey, that gets into my, uh, I try to pick a different sport for each one of these. Free. Yeah. Yeah. Mount Rushmore. So Mighty Ducks is in there. Little Giants for football is, yeah, is so good. Uh, yeah. Rick Moranis. And I mean, they're just arguing back and forth. It's, it feels Little Giants for me feels a little bit like Sandlot for like Little League baseball that sort of thing yeah. little G- giants feels like for peewee football like yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like yeah. oh man i this feels kind of real uh, yeah. to me and then karate kid mm, oh yeah that's a great that's I think kid is the martial arts so there yeah. are a lot of other movie like kids sports movies we talked about the big green and yep. out there but man those four yeah are actually really good movies you know, as I as I kind of think about it, there are a lot of like there's a wide variety of sports movies, even like comedies that yeah. it seems like there's a lot. You know, you got like um, Kicking and Screaming, yeah. um, The Benchwarmers. Yeah. Uh, what was what was the basketball one with Will Ferrell? Um, oh, yeah. I never even saw that. I didn't see yeah. it either. Yeah. But that's another one. Yes. Just like there's a wide variety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and they're yeah. coming out like uh, Adam Sandler just came out with Hustle. Uh, which yeah. is a, which I heard that was really it's, good. It's actually a really good basketball. I haven't movie. watched it. But yeah, it's it's really realistic. It's well done. Adam Sandler's like a huge uh, hoop. Like he's a hooper. Like yeah. he <laughs> plays and and gets into it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And then I mean, you really do. You have like sports movies. You have like classic ones. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but then you have so many like fun. Like I mean, you even have romantic comedy like Fever Pitch with yeah. uh, Jimmy Fallon. Like you have all sorts of different kinds of just sports movies that kind of fall into every category yeah. like really? drama yeah. yeah like i mean money biopics yeah money yeah. was really good um yeah. like as a movie and like storytelling and everything like that with pretty prime actors yeah i mean across the boat you you have yeah. almost every type of movie so yeah and i i think i've watched most of them yeah. so <laughs> uh, and we didn't even get to like rocky and uh, right. i mean all yeah. sorts of things so yeah. yeah yeah i i think for me sports movies because they give you like s- the drama 
in the sport yeah. itself. Like mm-hmm. I just watched Glory Road is another really great basketball movie. Yeah. Um, like there's just, they give you kind of everything. Um, yeah. And, and it always, for me too, I love the movies that just like make me want to sort of stand up and cheer at the yeah. end. Yeah. And a lot <laughs> of sports movies can kind of bring that sort of like, let's go. Yeah. Um, right. So, and Sandlot, I mean, honestly for me, like I think Sandlot is probably like if somebody watched, especially if you grew up when I grew up and I'm getting to that age apparently, but there <laughs> is like a, just a nostalgia aspect of like, yeah, like that's the, that's like the wonder of like childhood and yeah. baseball and even America. And like, yeah. there's just that kind of iconic, like it just makes you sort of love baseball, America and apple pie. Like, it's just right. like, it's just a, a really like, yeah, I love it. Yeah. I will, yeah. One thing I will on that note add in is just that like growing up, we lived out in the country. My yeah. family did. We lived in the woods and then I'm the youngest of five. So once all my siblings went off to college, our house was much too big for three people. So my parents uh, sold the house. We moved into town and I was actually not happy about it Yeah, um, because I grew up in the woods. Right. You know, I just ran around with my dog all day, every day. Yeah. You know, I'd have my BB gun, I'd shoot trees and yeah. stuff. Like I was, I did my own thing Yeah, and we moved into town and I was not happy about it. And I, I would have been like 13, Yeah, you know, middle school age. Uh, so Sandlot era, yeah. you know, like kind of in that neighborhood. And we, um, I was friends with people from school and we would, uh, after I moved to town, we started playing like pickup football games just on the lot. Yeah. It wasn't baseball, but it was like almost a daily occurrence where it was like, Hey, you know, uh, get your homework done and then let's go play pickup football. Yeah. We just shoot a text and then we'd all meet up. We'd walk to McDonald's afterwards or something. It's like, this movie really reminded me of how much like I miss like doing stuff like that and how awesome that was. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, I did the same thing we had a like, and I lived on main street in Crawfordsville, so yeah. small town USA. And yeah. like right behind us, we had a, 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 essentially a house that had bought the lot next to them just to have it as a bigger yard mm-hmm. yeah. in downtown. And so we'd play football there almost every day through the summer. But what we would do that just, I mean, honestly felt almost exactly like Sandlot. I mean, me and 10 to 15 little kids, probably all late elementary, early middle school, we would r- grab our bikes and we'd ride across town all the way to the east side of town to where the bait, like our little league baseball fields were. Yeah. And we would do uh, home run derbies and things like that all day. <laughs> That's awesome. There was a Hardee's where we'd get the cinnamon raisin biscuits from Hardee's, like which are still <laughs> one of my favorite foods yeah. of all time and just play. And we'd go to somebody's grandma's house afterward and get like a Coca-Cola and then go back yeah. up and play. I mean, it literally felt like, so when I see this, I'm like, man, I remember like yeah. being out there talking trash, like having fun with my buddies, like riding our bikes to a play. I mean, it's just bat, like literally bat and glove on the you know yeah. back uh, in a bag and everything like that. I'm like, oh man, this was like, it just, you add some starburst and you know, I'd have been like, <laughs> this is my childhood. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was great. So <laughs> that's awesome. Well, is there anything else you want to cover? I mean, there's so much more. No, 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 that's it. That's, I, I mean, there is, but yeah, yeah. Uh, it was so good, man. I, it's just, it was fun to watch the movie again through kind of different eyes, be looking yeah. more into it and then yeah, to be able to talk about it. It was so much fun. Sweet. Yeah. Well, that's all we have. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us again. This, yeah. this was an absolute blast. Uh, I really appreciate everything that you, you brought with and I can tell that this is just like, 
this is such a, a core memory for you. <laughs> the, the last movie, I forget, I even forget what movie I was on here uh, talking about the last time. It was a sport. Oh, it was the uh, American Warner. Underdog. Yeah. yeah. I had to do a little bit of research for that one. Like I yeah. had to kind of, I didn't have to do anything for this. <laughs> like this you was know just, this one. I yeah. watched it with my boys this weekend <laughs> yeah. because that's what we do. And yeah. uh, that, that was it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, but, I'm in, I'm ready to go. Let's do this. That's great. So awesome. Well, Jeff, thank you for joining us. Yeah, it was a lot you. of fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me guys. Of course. All right. Well, that wraps up the Sandlot. A big thanks again to Jeff for coming on and talking with us. We always have the best time talking with you, all things movies. So yes, thank it, you. It was a lot of fun. And um, next week, you guys can look forward to our season two finale. We are covering Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and we're having yet another guest um, joining us. So I can't believe we're already at the end of season two. I can't either. It's gone by so fast. And that the season two finale will mark 40 episodes for us on the Married to Movies podcast. It's crazy. Time flies. Yes, it is. But... Yes, as Emily said, we're going to be having a guest next week, and it is another guest who has already been on the show. We are going to be having Jordan Bewley, who is a uh, film buff just like us. So we're really excited to have him. And what movie are we going to be covering? I already said it, but I'll say it again. (laughs) Captain America, the Winter Soldier. It is streaming on Disney+. Plus. So make sure to check that out if you um, would like to watch it ahead of time. But I think that's all we've got. So thanks for listening and we will see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.